Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. I'm Dr. Moby, and today we are honored with great guest, all the way from Down Under, Harrison Nager. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. Uh, yes, and uh, you know we're always excited when we, especially we have people all the way from uh, different parts of the world, especially Australia. I had few guests and. Was such an exciting conversation. So, uh, tell us about yourself. Mm. So, uh, as you said, my name's Harrison. I am from Australia, down on the east coast. I live in a small town uh, near Byron Bay called Coffs Harbour. I am a holistic health coach. I'm trained under the Czech system of, of, of health coaching from the US under the Czech Institute. Uh, my main mission and what I do in life is I help clients and people with their mindset, their movement, nutrition, sleep recovery, and stress management. Uh, I have a, uh, an energy and a, and, a, and a mission to heal and empower holistically and hold space to do so, but to get back to a deep sense of self-love. That's, that's all me. Okay, great. And I see that. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, you are uh, basically in this field because you said that after hitting a wall, after some traumatic experience. So would you like to share that with us? Yeah. Uh, so it's a long story, but I'll, I'll try and uh, I'll summarize it. Uh, I, so I'm 20, 28 now, uh, 29 mm -hmm. next month, and I spent a good chunk of my teenage years and early 20s uh, traveling the world and 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 seeing different cultures and countries but uh, I am very grateful for that time but I took it to a bit of an extreme and I got lost in it I got lost in the, the partying lifestyle of it the drinking the the drugs the women all the all the things that are a good part of it but I took it to a, another level and I hit a wall with it I um, my health started to decline and I was uh, I was detained in the US and uh, went through an experience there of being locked up and questioned and, uh, and a lot of things happened and it caused me to, I was I ended up being deported back to Australia and all of these, all of this uh, lifestyle that I'd been used to was now suddenly taken away from me and I, I had nowhere else to go and I was a bit physically sort of drained but more sort of emotionally, mentally and spiritually deflated. So mm -hmm. I hit that wall and the only way I could go was inwards. So I went inside myself and started looking into my, my food, my, my movement practices, my spiritual practices. And long story short, it led me to where I am now. Yeah, okay. So now, okay. Well, you know, they said life gives you lemon and you make lemonade. So I think uh, that's <laughs> well said for you that even uh, with difficulties you faced and you hit the wall, uh, you find uh, actually the great thing that you are now helping so many people to promote health and wellness. So tell me about your um, experience with holistic. Good question. So I um, connected to that story. I, yeah. I started to realize that we aren't isolated beings. We are more a system of inter interconnected systems, meaning that my emotions 
impact my physical body and my physical body impacts my mental my mental thoughts and and feelings and my spiritual practices impact how i show up for my for my gut health and my and my 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 movements that i functionally do and 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 sort of can have the strength and power to decide on so i because i started seeing all those links i got really passionate about how do i put all those together how do i link those things together because i'm sure in your experience you know that Mm-hmm. If we treat just one thing, it's it might fix the symptom, but it's not going to fix the root cause of the problem itself. So in my experience with both the Czech Institute, and I've also been a, a personal trainer for a long time, but in this coaching world, my experience has really come out from looking at a person, listening to them, holding space for their things to come up, and then mm-hmm. saying, okay, these are the tools that we need today. We need to approach your nutrition but now we're going to approach, okay, the emotions that are coming up that are connected to those choices. Now we're going to approach, oh, now we need to start moving, connecting to the earth, connecting to the sun and the nature and see how that balances out this holistic paradigm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and that is a great uh, topic. And like you said, you know, we have a place in this universe, you know, as a human and as energy. And so, but like everything in this universe has, uh, it takes energy, gives energy. Mm. So we have to communicate same way is being part of the universe is we seek the positive energy and also mm. spread what you're doing already. So mm. is uh, spreading the good word is, so that's, that's, I see always our part of in nature, in this universe. And that's why, you know, I think I'm a strong believer that kind of unlocks our rhythm. Mm. That's way for us to help anyone or help, if us is help ourselves, right? Help ourselves. Uh, so help our body to align properly with uh, nutrition, sleep, and, you know, exercise. Um, mm. If we are not in good shape, if we are not in good shape, how can we help others, right? Mm. Right? And Yeah, and it also highlights what you're saying is that it's so hard to make someone do something, right? It's so hard to, if my mum comes to me or my dad or my friends and they're saying, like, they're a bit lost, but then I force myself on them. Right? I say, you, you need to do this, you need to do that. And that can work sometimes. But the best way we can support others is by being the loving light that we are, right? Mm-hmm. By making our light shine bright, by making our inner love, like whatever your name is for a God, universe, consciousness, for mm-hmm. me, it's love. By making our inner love as bright and as expansive as possible, so then the people that we interact with, they, they get encompassed by that and they feel energized to do that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is true. And uh, the hardest thing I think you're absolutely right is to change human behavior, you know. Mm. Uh, So uh, I don't know, for some reason, for some odd reason, we are attracted to wrong path all the time, (laughs) you know. So people tend to, uh, you know, kind of uh, attracted to fast food, attracted to uh, maybe they advertise better than us, you know, Mm. we are not as... as, uh, you know good with marketing so so they, they you know all of a sudden people will say oh you know i love mcdonald's i love mm. this fast food i love that one uh that, that's so yummy blah 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 mm. yeah. right so but if i tell them to eat uh this or uh, healthier this ah uh, that's not 
So you have that. Well, yeah, and it's a it's an it's an unfortunate side effect of the era that we live in, right? We live in an era of not only excess but external validation. Right. Yeah. So if I'm, it is so much easier for me, if I'm feeling emotionally unwell right now, it is so easier for me to, instead of addressing that emotional unwellness with, with giving my space, going into meditation, reflecting on it, talking to someone, et cetera, rather than doing that, it's so easier for me to go onto my phone and start watching Netflix. It's so easy for me to go across the road to the McDonald's and order some, some food that's going to give me a quick hit of pleasure to make sure that emotion doesn't, I'm not feeling it. Right. So we we live in an era where not only is there excess, but there's so many ways that we can get lost in and not look inwards. And that's and I'm not blaming anyone that does that because that was me for many years. But I think it's just a side effect of the era that we live in. And now we just have to add a bit more self-awareness to combat it. And uh, and I think uh, so. What are the things you, it uh, um, that helped you to have this lifestyle? versus others. So what are the things which you know, kind of motivated you? Mm, good question. Uh, I think for me, what started to motivate me was seeing the results, right? seeing things change. Mm. So when I decided to start eating more organic foods, for example, I saw my energy go up. When I decided to get into a more uh, stable sleep pattern and, and, and I, I track my sleep and I see how it's going and, and I make changes. When I started to see that impact how I showed up in the day, when, it's, when I started to see how that helped my emotional stability with the people that I connected with. So I think for me, what, in answer to your question, what really helped me start going further was seeing the results and, and celebrating myself when the results happened. Right? So if I, if I changed my diet, and then I started feeling really good or I started seeing pimples go away or I started losing weight and gaining muscle, it was recognizing that but also celebrating myself, right? And that connects back to the self-love piece because I think all of this stems down to a big piece of self-love and it's the appreciation and, and the sort of um, acknowledgement of that that cements the habits to go further. And that is an important point. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, you have mentioned great things. First is, you know, those baby steps we take and make those successes, they really kind of get us all powered up. Because I remember when I lost 100 pounds and, you know, when I uh, lost that five pound or four pound initially, uh, that was it. That was it. That was such reward. You know, it kind of fills you with joy that mm. you're right you make those small changes and you see the results mm. uh, so that's what i mean you'll not get a big result but you'll get some flicker of hope mm. that you keep working on that absolutely that that really helped me uh, to keep my journey uh, yeah and that 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 helps everyone like yourself too right well and it's exactly what you're saying right it's realizing that I, I don't expect to go to the gym and spend one day there and then leave and, and having lost all the weight, gaining all the muscles. It's, it's, it's the journey. It's so cliche to say this, but it really is true, right? It's, it's yes, the destination matters. If I want to lose weight and get healthy, the destination matters. Mm -hmm. But what's going to help me get to that destination is by enjoying the experience and the ev evolution and the progress and the 
and the 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 story of the unfolding of of those steps as I take them, right? As those small steps unfold, as I as I start reading more books, as I start talking to more people, as I start connecting and networking within that goal, that's going to help me get there because I'm enjoying the experience of the steps that I'm taking. That is true. That's true. And then sometimes, you know, even like you said, like yourself, I'm listening to you and I said, oh, I can relate, you know, mm. listening to your story. I said, well, yes, he has very similar uh, things. I mean, it's interesting. We had uh, different journeys, but the basic principles were very similar mm. that, you know, you could see where you want to take you, uh, yourself, you know. Mm. And uh, this is important for people to realize, have your destination figured out. Um, you know, you need to know where, where to go, north, east, south, north, you know, always you need to know that. Uh, if you don't know, that's also uh, good to know because then you know what you don't know. Mm. So you can then at least pick something, do something, uh, and as as your body kind of travels to that, um, it it starts feeling good. You might not reach the destination, I, whatever you want, but you will start feeling some benefits and the power, and your body feels lighter. Have you feel happier? Even you start your journey, even right, mm -hmm. and, and and then you find um, that that's so probably there. It might take one year. It took me one year, you know. Uh, to be where I am today. So, uh, but, you know, time doesn't matter because, right? <laughs> it's so true. And I think we can get lost in it, right? We can get lost in, it's been, it's been a week or it's been, it's been a month and I'm not seeing these results. And, and you said a very important point is that we relate to each other, right? And I truly believe in my belief system that we are all unique expressions of the same thing, of the same oneness. Again, whatever your name is for that, God, love, consciousness, universe, whatever you feel comfortable landing in there, but mm. we are the same, we are, the, we are unique expressions of the same. So mm. when I see you going on that journey and it, it hits me somewhere, I feel something deep inside of me, that's what helps me with that time element that you're talking about because I connect to you. I see that, okay, if he can do that, then I can do that as well. And suddenly the time element gets pushed out of the way and it's, and it's replaced with a connection to someone that's in a similar situation to me. That is true. That is true. And, uh, you know, I mean, other thing is, you know, don't lose hope because, mm -hmm. you, like you said, it's a journey. And um, I think the third thing is when people have, um, you know, they, they, they want to do this like quick thing. They want a quick fix. They want to lose x amount of weight in uh, and i say let's say even you do let's hypothetically we say you are successful question is how you're going to maintain that mm. you don't want to go backwards next three months and then you know so whatever you do uh, so it's like slow and steady wins the race mm. never you know uh, yes you can maybe reach that but um, yes, I reached uh, this goal of uh, losing 100 pounds I, I reached four years ago, but I have kept it down. And that was actually the um, a even longer journey or the hardest journey is to maintain that. Mm. Because I know I developed lifestyle and so that was easy. That's why it is easy to maintain it. 
but if if it was other way around that i lost it and then like you had a surgery and you lost mm-hmm. it then then the question is you'd never learn lifestyle mm-hmm. you you just kind of quick fix but then then that really hurts because many times they are failing they they go back unfortunately they go back to um because they'd never learned the main main message right mm-hmm. 100% and you touched on something interesting in terms of like the maintaining piece right learning how to maintain the the good habit or the lifestyle practice and and i i i really fall into the idea of trying to make things as simple as possible mm-hmm. and how we do that whether it's changing our food habits whether it's changing our exercise habits whether it's changing our our ability to meditate and get into a quiet space it has to be something that we enjoy and love doing i i'm not i don't go to the gym because it's it's what my friend told me or it's what the instagram model on my phone told me to do or it's not what that course told me to do i go to the gym because it makes me happy at the end of the day a lifestyle practice a habit a, a something that's going to help you be healthier we, we don't want it to be a quick fit, fix we want it to be something that you're going to implement for the rest of your life and how you do that is by making sure it's something that brings you joy so if i if if my form of exercise is going out into the the forest or the beach or the park mm. and connecting to the ground and dancing on the ground and connecting to the earth then mm. that's my exercise and that makes me happy and mm. that's going to last right that's going to keep me fit and healthy but that's going to be a side effect because the main goal there is to connect back to what brings me joy and that is true and we can only th- do things more and more if we enjoy it mm. but um also thing is that um you know there is a brain can learn we can, we can actually learn all good and bad things both um, mm. so uh, so even if you are not doing all this healthy lifestyle which you, uh, you know Harrison and me were talking uh, don't worry you can uh lunch still there is never it's never old uh, okay so don't uh, buy that when people say okay it is harder to because i'm old blah 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 well, i'm 50 you know if you are young pay young then compared to me when i could do at age 50 you can do it you did it at way earlier than i did okay so then the question is always then uh you know if so the age or the sex it doesn't matter we all unique i mean your methodology will be different than mine and that's normal because that's how we all are unique um thinking wise as well as how we do things and there's nothing wrong with that but the basic principles of communicating with the positive energy keeping yourself up motivated um g- getting good sleep and we'll talk a little bit on sleep now so how was your experience uh, how did you fix your sleep for mm. <laughs> good question it's so important right sleep is like is like uh, one of the bases one of the one of the fundamental pillars if that's if that is not there everything else on top is not going to work mm-hmm. and yeah so a couple of things so i think the biggest thing that uh impacted my sleep was my relationship with light specifically artificial light at night 
right? For like looking at this screen, this laptop screen, or looking at my phone screen, or looking at a TV screen, it's emitting a, a frequency of light that is similar to the sun. And when my eyes or my skin picks up that frequency, it's telling my internal system that runs on rhythms that it's daytime still. So if I go to bed and I've just been looking at my phone and scrolling through Instagram, my body hormonally and on, in a sort of um, circadian rhythm perspective is still is still producing where it should be in the middle of the day rather than going to sleep. So that has been a big one for me. So changing, uh, you know, wearing red, blue blocking glasses, making sure that the light I have, I, the only light I have on after uh, 6 p.m. at night is a salt lamp. It's a red salt lamp and it's just emitting red light rather than the blue light. So that's number one. Uh, the Probably the last two elements that have been the biggest is um, stress and food. So really like eating, not eating all day, right? Stopping and eating relatively early, again, close to sunset, and also bringing my stress levels down before I go to bed, right? If we are emotionally, physically, mentally stressed going into sleep, that's not going to stop, right? That's going to continue into our sleep. So it's really being aware of using practices to help bring that stress level down before bed, meditation, yoga, gratitude, journaling, all these good things that helps us go into sleep more effectively. And that is a really good point. And I think you again touched uh, the uh, blue light. Now the blue light is um, our body actually, like you said, with the sleep, uh, you know, our body actually needs resetting every day. So our body internal clock drifts by 15, 20 minutes every day forward, forward. But, uh, but there's a clock that needs resynchronization with the external world to know this is day and this is night. So if you are indoors, of course, that doesn't help. Uh, and so you have to go outdoors, especially look at the blue sky, blue sky. Yeah. So you look at the blue sky and that it resets your mind and hormones and melatonin perfectly, that this is not the time to get that melatonin. Uh, so melatonin is important, like he explained, and the light is your at wrong time. Light at the wrong time is your biggest enemy. So at the right time is perfect. Yeah. So morning, perfect. Uh, you know when you're working, but not in the evening or late. So if you're facing that, then that's true. Is gonna deplete the melatonin. And then it will tell your brain it's okay, it's daytime. And brain is wired to go forward uh, like a clock, mm -hmm. clockwise. So if I try to be up all and uh, late at night, it's very easy to do that. But if I try to sleep earlier, it's very hard to do that because we are not wired that way. So, so don't uh, kind of try to... Uh, play with that because uh, most people will party party over weekend and then by Monday they want to look perfect or well, that's not gonna work you know that's gonna <laughs> work so that that uh, ability uh, goes away as we age so we have to listen to our body and kind of help our body not work against it and that's why you're absolutely right and I'll also always give example of birds 
look at birds are not on medications they are not but they are perfect you know they, they you can hear them early morning and if you try to feed them a lot in the evening or night they don't want to even eat yeah they say we're done so so but we humans we are eating some people start eating 9 pm 10 pm and then keep on eating all night uh, so what kind of you know uh, rhythm is that so uh, i think you're absolutely right we need to learn a lot from nature and fix the sleep sleep is a key stone to any arch or uh, and the arch would be in my opinion the health and mm -hmm. then one pillar is your exercise the other is mm -hmm. diet uh, so those pillars will fall if the keystone sleep yeah. is there. so so those are so crucial so any final thoughts you have for our audience yeah, I, I think you were hitting on it just then and what you were sharing about uh, this bodily communication. And I think, again, I think this is a side effect of the, of the era that we live in where we've, we've become trained to think that if, if, if our body is sending us a communication such as a headache, such as joint pain, such as gut distress, such as, you know, being tired or emotionally unstable, then we we shouldn't listen to it. We need to we need to cancel it out with some medication, or we need to we need to push it away with with some sort of uh, external pleasure, like we were talking about before with Netflix and fast food. But I really want to make sure everyone ends this chat and knowing that your body is communicating with you to get back to a state of health and homeostasis and regeneration. It is our innate it is our innate right. To, to have health, to be in a state of balance and, and, and longevity and, and just optimized beingness. And a part of that is listening to the communications of our body, right? Our body is giving us these symptoms to help us realign. And I think it's a willingness to accept that and then learn what that communication is that we can take that next step forward. And and that is a basic thing for our body. We can do is help our body first. If you we yeah. don't help ourselves first, there's no way we can help anyone else. Yeah. Uh, so so first lesson always starts with us. 100%. We want to be example like yourself, myself. We want to be example what we preach. That's why we practice ourselves too. Well, thank you for coming to our show, and it was a pleasure. It was fun, and I really enjoyed talking to you. Take care. Dr. Moby, thank you for having thank me. Take care. Thank you.